Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello and welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host Kevin DeVries and as always if you'd like to reach us at the podcast you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. Alright, we're here with another EPL Roundtable segment for the 2016 Euros. We're joined by Gito Huelen who is currently still in France and has seen some absolutely terrific stuff uh, from Wales if you'd like to find him. You can get him on the Jackcast and from the Cormothan Journal where he has an article you can go check out. But we'll start off with yesterday, probably one of the greatest days in Welsh sporting history, a, a dominant 3-0 win uh, over Russia, which means that you win the group with England and it despite the loss to them directly. Just what's this all been like for you? It's been so much better than any of us ever dreamed of. Um, like we keep telling everyone, we haven't qualified for a major championship since 1958. Um, so we, my dad wasn't even born the last time that we played in a major championship. Um, so we've really had the the feeling all along that we're here to enjoy it and that we're just here to make the most of the experience. And I think that's benefited us because we've gone in with zero expectations, zero um you know, zero pressure, just looking forward to enjoying it. And you can see how that's contributed to a very carefree uh, and positive style of play in most of the matches that we've played. Um, of generally being in France, it's been unbelievable. It's, we, we've taken tens of thousands of fans to every city that we've been to. And everywhere they've been in France, even the cities where we haven't had games, there have been Welsh fans out there wearing red, having a good time, mixing with the locals. It, it's we, We've made headlines everywhere. We've gone for the right reasons, not the wrong ones. It's been so positive. It's been so fun. And we've really shown off the best aspects of Welsh culture to France. And it's, it's just been incredible. All right. And specifically, what did you see in uh, yesterday's match? Uh, it was a performance unlike anything we've probably seen from Wellside, if I'm honest. It was completely ruthless. Um, we probably went with, the, with our best starting 11, in my opinion, um, for the first time in this competition. It was good to have a focal point with Sam Vokes up front, a proper striker. Okay, he's not the most glamorous player on earth, but at least he gave us direction in our attacks and allowed... Uh, almost talented players to to feed off of him 
um, then giving the likes of Bale, Ramsey, Allen plenty of space, plenty of time of the ball. Uh, and boy, did they punish Russia because from very early on in this game, we passed around, we passed the ball brilliantly, uh, moved it very quickly and got it forward very quickly um, and, and really took advantage of Russia's weaknesses. We, we ripped them apart in that vast chasm, they call the midfield. Um, the, the, the defenders, many of whom were aging very badly, were terrified of our pace. Um, and of course, two quick five goals in the first half really set the tone. Um, we created chance after chance after chance. 3-0 probably flattered Russia, if I'm honest, because we should have scored far more. But it was just incredible to see us just attack time after time after time with no fear, uh, with, with uh, just a real, well, since we're in France, a joie de vivre, uh, I guess, um, and scored some very, very well-taken goals. And just to sum up, what a great day it was. Even Neil Taylor scored, a, a man who has one career goal to his name in his entire career. That was five years ago in the fifth tier of English football while playing for Wrexham against Grey's Athletic. Uh, he did his best to miss, as he said afterwards, but um, he did manage to get it in. And uh, it, it just summed up how everything went right for us on, on the night. And the atmosphere was incredible throughout. But when that table came up at the end saying that we'd finished top of the group, um, I mean, the celebrations were just incredible. Nobody expected it. Nobody, uh, I, I, I didn't think we'd top the group when we started this campaign. Uh, it, we weren't favourites to do it at the start of the night, but hey, we, we did it and we've set ourselves up quite nicely now for the knockout stages, which is completely bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely would not dare to ask you to list a player that disappointed uh, but coming into the tournament, you know, some people viewed you as a one-man team. Not me. We've talked about this off air. Um, but which players, for those that are only really familiar with the likes of Bale or Ramsey or Ledley, which which players have really performed to the level that helped you get this far? Joe, you know my, my player of the tournament so far for Wales, and there are quite a few contenders, but mine is actually James Chester. Um, he... Um, He's been an absolute rock at the back, um, even against England when there were a few players who didn't quite hit the mark and didn't really do themselves justice, uh, maybe cracked slightly under the pressure of, of that match. He looked phenomenal. I thought he, he's thrown himself in front of everything. He uh, is brilliant on the ball. He's commanding in the air. Um, he's just done everything right if I'm honest and it may have gone a little bit unnoticed because he is a centre-back and he's not a big name uh, he plays for West Brom Albion. he usually plays right back bizarrely enough for West Brom Albion. Um I think he's been outstanding but but Joe Allen um, is really uh, I, I mean no, none of us in Wales have understood for quite a long time why he doesn't play every single minute for Liverpool because he is an absolutely incredible little footballer. He is so talented. Um, he's got everything about it. He's got this superb engine, but he, he matches it with brilliant vision, real intelligence on the ball. And he's been key to that midfield battle. He really has. It's been, it's, it's been a joy to watch him play. And he is getting quite a bit of attention now. Well, outside of Wales as well as here in, well, back home in Wales. Um, Aaron Ramsey probably had his best game 
ever for Wales against Russia. I thought he was sensational. He's a player who sometimes doesn't quite live up to billing when he plays for Wales. Um, sometimes he just looks like he's trying a bit too hard and things don't click for him. Um, but I think so far in this tournament, he's been sensational. Um, but last night he was exceptional, absolutely brilliant. And he's also, of course, fantastic to see Gareth Bale at his best um, for the first time in this tournament, probably last night. I mean, he scored the two free kicks, but I think he was just holding back a little bit in the first two games against Slovakia and England. Last night he let it rip. He, he was just going for those lung-bursting runs, um, terrifying defenders. Um, should have probably got more than just the one goal, but you know he's got three goals in three games. If he was playing in the year 2012, he'd already be um, the golden boot winner from the tournament. Um, but, but like you said, last night's performance, there was not a single poor player on the pitch. Everybody absolutely excelled. Um, and it was, it was probably the best performance I can remember um, from a Welsh side. And we've seen some great ones in qualifying for this tournament. Um, but there was something really special um, about that Russian win. Um, even though, of course, we have to point out the Russia were terrible. Um, that It was a joy to be there. It really was. Yeah, I can only imagine. Is there any additional joy from your end as a Swansea fan having Williams and Taylor in the tournament? Or is everything just so impressive as is that doesn't really have much impact? It's been strange. It, for those who aren't aware, Welsh football's had a bit of a problem for as long as I can remember um, with the Swansea-Cardiff thing. Um, we, you go to matches um, in Cardiff and you hear anti-Swansea songs, you hear fans booing Swansea players um, playing for Wales. And it was embarrassing for two years I didn't go to any matches because it was so bad. And, and the, I should point out the same thing happened if if Wales played in in Swansea as well, Cardiff players would be booed. It was childish, it was embarrassing, it really held us back badly. It meant that our attendances were pathetically low, etc. Um, and one of the great things about this campaign is that's sort of been put to one side. Everybody's just said, well, Joe, this isn't helping anybody. It's it's embarrassing. Let's just forget about it. And this Together Stronger slogan, which at first glance is very, very cheesy, um, um, but but it really does mean something. And I, 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 you know, as much as I love Ashley Williams as a person and as a captain, and it was great to see him bounce back from what was a pretty poor performance against England. Um, and of course, seeing Neil Taylor score um, was something I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. Um, but uh, I, I, I can honestly say I don't really get any further joy out of it. It's been one of the things about being out here in France is that Cardiff fans and Swansea fans have been mixing. There's been no trouble, there's been no uh, aggression, there's been no angst, and there's been no nervousness um, when, when mixing. It's been just good, humoured, and everybody's here just to focus on the national team making history and us playing our part in it. So I'll, I'll be honest, like the Cardiff-Swansea thing, it hasn't actually been on my mind the whole time we've been out to. Well, that sounds like a very positive thing uh, from the fan side. So where that leaves you is, as we mentioned at the top of the show, top of the group, uh, you're on six, England with five, Slovakia with four, and I'm pretty sure they qualified now, uh, and Russia eliminated. The bracket now looks very lopsided, and in your favor, uh, Germany, Italy, Spain, France, and England all on one side. Thus far, teams on your side that have qualified, Wales, Switzerland, Poland, Croatia, 
I know you were talking about looking into who you might be playing. What, what's it looking like? It's very complicated. I and mean, typically with fashion, there's a, there's a, there's a perverse algorithm uh, that they've set up for these third place teams to see which ones qualify. So at the moment, it's still not clear. It does look likely to be Northern Ireland in Paris in the Pac de France on Saturday. Um, if that is the case, um, and I think it depends on what happens in Ireland's group, um, but it, it'll, it'll either be Northern Ireland, Albania, or Turkey, as I understand. Um, but like I said, probably Northern Ireland. If that is the case, then there will be one hell of a party in um, in Paris. The Northern Irish fans look like they've had a great time out in France, as we have, um, and you know they've travelled in huge numbers. Um, they, from what I can see, all the flights from Cardiff to Paris are fully booked. You cannot; it will cost you an absolute bomb to get to Paris, but still, everybody I know is going to be there. Uh, sadly, I'll have to be back home in Cardiff watching it, which breaks my heart. But um, yeah, it does look like it's going to be Northern Ireland probably in um, Paris, but there is still a chance there'll be, I'll be in Europe, Turkey. Um, wait and see. Uh, I'm just relying at the moment on the journalists who have better maths than me um, to work it out. <laughs> all right. And um, what, what's your upside? Like, wh- this has already been a dream, but what's the dream within a dream, <laughs> Inception style, uh, of how far this Walsh team can go? Well, like you said, the, the, the draw is really in our favour. I mean, the three teams I named there, Turkey, Albania, and Northern Ireland, I, I don't think we've got anything to fear in any of them. I mean, Northern Ireland are, are, are tough. They're very, they're very dog. They've got very dogged style and, and they'll make things difficult for you. But they have obviously lacked the quality throughout this tournament. And um, I, you know, I, 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 I fully expect us to beat them. We had a friendly draw against them a few months ago when they had pretty much their full team. And we had a, a skeleton squad playing um, with the likes of Bale, Ramsey, Allen, in full form, I, I'd expect us to beat them. Likewise, Turkey, they've shown flashes, but I, I think they've disappointed so far this tournament. And Albania, while they're, you know, I, I think they'll be chuffed to have just made it through if they do eventually get through. Um, so I, I, I don't really fear anything from them. Then we go on to the quarterfinals. And like you said, the, the brackets, quite enticing. Um, so many of the, the biggest teams are in England side of the bracket, um, the likes of Spain, Italy, I think France and Germany as well. Um, I, I'm not sure about France, but, but you know, you know the, they're all in that side of the, the bracket. And, you know, it does pave a way through for us. I was watching the Keep TV uh, uh, last night and they were uh, crazily discussing, oh, you know, are wheels the dark horses? How far can they go? And then you have people saying, oh, I think, I think they can get to the semi-finals, but no further. And that, like, Wales in the semi-finals, the fact that that's actually being considered is just absurd. It's, it's genuinely absurd. Um, but my attitude from now on is just, however far we go, then, yeah, great. We've, we've qualified for the knockout stages, which was the main aim. Um, anything beyond this is just incredible, genuinely incredible. But I guess we've made... The quarterfinals is our, we made the quarterfinals the, the only other time that we've been in a major tournament back in 1958, um, losing to Pele's first international goal. Um, so I, I guess we, we'd want to at least um, 
repeat that success and get to the quarterfinals. And like I said, the teams that we potentially could face in the in the in the last sixteen, I think, will be favourites, whoever we'd face. All right, and unfortunately, your stay in France is coming to a close. But uh, any last thoughts from your stay there or the tournament thus far? It's been absolutely incredible. I think everybody who's been out here for Wales has really done us proud. When we, when we were down in Bordeaux, we were watching images of England and Russian fans clashing um, on, on the streets of Marseille. And we could not believe what we were seeing because in Bordeaux, it was us Slovaks and locals mixing, singing uh, each other's songs, drinking together, having an absolutely amazing time. The local papers in Bordeaux just ran pages and pages of photos of Welsh fans because they said that we brought such life to the city. Um, when we went up to, to Lawrence, we were thinking there may be problems in such a small town, but England and Welsh fans mixed really well, which is something that doesn't happen when we normally face each other, I can promise you. Um, but but again, the, the, and then we came down here to Toulouse and we've just created such an amazing impression everywhere we've gone. The French media have fallen in love with us. The, the locals everywhere we've gone have fallen in love with us, the team and the fans. Um, we've been singing in Welsh and in English. We've been, um, we've, we, it's just been a sea of red everywhere we've gone. I think we've portrayed really the best aspects, not just of Welsh sport and Welsh football, but our culture and our, our language. And, you know, we, we're from a very small country and we're not a sovereign state. So a lot of people don't actually even know about this. Um, I lived in France for um, quite some time, a few years back. And, you know, whenever I said I was Welsh, I usually had to explain to them what Wales was and where, etc. That has not been a problem at all. Everybody knows who, what Wales is, who we are, and everybody seems to really, really like us, which I, I, I'll be honest, I, I've, I've never been prouder to be a Welshman than I have over the last two weeks. Um, and whatever happens, I know that that won't change. And that's definitely the best thing about all of this is that Wales's profile, not, not just as a football nation, but as a nation full stop, has just exploded. It's absolutely exploded. And that means so much when you're from a country that people don't even usually give a hoot about. Awesome. Well, so happy for you uh, personally and uh, for Wales. I, along many people, were rooting for you to do well, and you have done. And uh, glad to hear that the fans have, have made you proud as well. Uh, that does it for us. So why don't you tell the folks where they can find you? Uh, you can find us at the Jackcast on Twitter. Um, the podcast has not been updated since before the Euros, so you can hear our um, our predictions then. Uh, we did say that we wanted to get through to the qualifying stage, uh, to the to the next round, and uh, we have. Um, but I don't think any of us discussed anything further than that. So um, I guess. I guess We'll try and fit in a recording over the coming week to look back at what we've witnessed. All right. Well, thanks again and uh, safe travels home. Thank you. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. 
At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.